the weather is finally getting warmer. And if you're like me, you might be looking for ways to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Enter Quince. I have been a lover of Quince for years. I have trusted them to have me looking effortlessly chic year after year. This spring and summer, I am obsessed with their European linen line. I am going to be living in their tank tops and linen pants all spring and summer. Whether it's blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, whatever you're looking for, Quince has got it. And the best part, all Quince items are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash BGB for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash BGB to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash BGB. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today concludes our last portion of the interview with Koya Webb. This is all about how Koya centers joy in her personal life. Stay tuned as she gives you all the tools and practices that she uses to center joy. All right. So we are back. Last segment here, Koya, it's been a pleasure having you on the Black Girl Burnout podcast. We always close out by asking people what they do to center joy in their personal life and why that became important to me to ask that question. As I know, as a Black woman and many other Black women, we are always going to get the bag. Like Black women are just, they are disproportionately educated in the United States, particularly and across the globe. They make good money or they can. A black woman's got a side hustle and a side hustle and a third thing that's going on. Professionalism and and being successful, relatively easy in some ways. I don't want to speak for everyone, but some ways. Personally, though, is always a struggle to choose joy and to have a joyful personal life. And it's like whether it's family, friends, uneven friendships, poor boundaries, disappointing love stories, whatever that is, just time with yourself, right? You never have time for you. Joy in your personal life can sometimes be a struggle. So I like to ask people, how do they then center joy in all areas of their personal life? How do you keep joy outside of work in your life? Joy outside of work is so important to me. And I did go through a season, just full transparency. I went through a season where it was, I was totally focused on myself and my healing and my happiness. And I really had to find out like who I was and who I wanted to be. I still spent time with others. I'm a lover by nature. And, but I wasn't cultivating friendships and family and, you know, sacred partnership like I am now. 
So I want to say that first. And because it's, it's, it's okay if you go through a season that you do have to focus on yourself, especially if you're, you know, for me, I'm sensitive, I'm empathetic. So it's like, if I'm not well, then I'm not going to be well for anybody else, like whether it be a partner or friends or anything. So I had to go through a season where I did a lot of introspection, a lot of healing work from therapy to EMDR to, and again, I was still working at the time. I still have friends at the time, but what I'm about to share with you with how I cultivate um, my life now is drastically different from most of my thirties, if I'm honest. And so now I realize like how important it is to cultivate um, time. And like I prioritize myself and my self-care, I have to have priority of my personal relationship. So now I'm in uh, a relationship with an incredible man and I have to make time for us. So just like I have to make time for myself, I have to make time to um, eat together, to cook food, to um, have date nights every week, to spend quality time at night. So anything that is a priority in your life, you're going to have to prioritize that in your schedule. So for me, that looks like, you know, in the morning, my spiritual time, sharing that spiritual time with someone that I love. And so me and my partner, at least two to three times a week, we work out together or we meditate together or we pray together. And then once a week, um, because cultivating sisterhood is very important to me as well. Once a week on Wednesdays, I meet up with my girlfriends. I invite everyone over and we do yoga together. Right. And so in my morning time and evening time, not doing my work time and morning time and evening time, I bring in my my priority relationships and I bring them into that time because if I don't, we'll never see each other. We'll never spend time together. I remember I was working so hard and it's not the same before, like in my thirties, which was fine. I was networking a lot. So I would have networking meetings and business meetings and we would talk about doing projects together. But I remember one time I was on the phone with um, three other women and they wanted to do this project together. And I just broke down crying and I was like, I need a hug because I was so exhausted with doing deals and I was so exhausted with relationships you know, and they were basically based off business deals or us doing some work together. Like I really just wanted to have dinner and cook together and laugh and cry and talk about like how I was in pain at the time. And so I, I said that. And so I think the number one way to cultivate a personal life is communication. You really have to, one, you have to know yourself. So that time that I did spend by myself was important. And then I had to communicate my needs to my friends. Now I can communicate my needs to my, my partner and say, hey, I need at least four hours in a day where I'm just by myself, you know, to recharge by myself. And then, you know, he tell me, he tells me what he needs. I need at least two hours with you, you know, uh, for us to have this relationship. And so we make it work. But it took both of us really understanding like what we needed and then being willing to honor that. And then with my friends, it's like, you know, I could see a friend and I didn't mind. I'd see a friend like I could see a friend once a year and I wouldn't. I wouldn't think any less of them. That's totally fine with me. I can see a friend once a month or once a week. There's probably very few people in my life that I see every day, right? When it comes to friendships, but I can have any level of those friendships and feel good. And I think just having communication about like how much I can communicate, how much I can be there is really important in cultivating and nurturing friendships and also making time. Like if a person says, hey, Koya, I would love to hear from you once a month. And I ask my friends, like, how often do you like me to reach out? You know, if it's anything more than once a day, it's not going to happen. <laughs> like that's outside of my boundaries. Right. But I can usually do anywhere from once a day to once a week. 
And I ask my friends and they, they'll know. And usually people are like once a week to once or twice a week. And I think that's good to nurture, nurture friendships. And so I really prioritize friendships and family. Now that I've moved closer, like I realized how much in that season, my family feels like I'm an alien. And I was living in California. They were in Tennessee. And even though I would come home for graduations and unfortunately funerals and Christmas around Christmas or Thanksgiving time, that wasn't enough. You know, and so I didn't realize until like I have 12 nieces and nephews that I barely really knew. Um, and I'd always say, call me anytime, come out anytime. And they wouldn't do it because they felt so removed. Now that I'm closer, I'm living in Atlanta now. You know, a lot of my nieces and nephews have come to see and stay with me and visit because they just feel a little bit closer. And because not only am I, am I telling them to come visit me, I'm also going to visit them more often and building a relationship. So I said that because I think it's really important to know there are levels to the life and every season of your life doesn't have to look the same. No one's life has to look the same. Like, I feel like knowing what season you're in and honoring what season you're in and being able to communicate what season you're in to your friends and family and loved one, that's the key to a really healthy personal life. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Black representation in media really is everything. It is the jumping point in which people can see who they could be. If it wasn't for prominent voices like an Oprah Winfrey on my television screen, I would have never thought to pursue podcasting. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, you need to look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. It explores distinct, varied, and most importantly, nuanced Black perspectives. And you're going to hear stories about joy and resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. Black perspectives haven't always been centered when we're talking about the story of America, but now we are the story. Turn on NPR today and hear the wide range of voices that are as varied and Black as the country we reflect. A story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah. I, the way you summed that up at the end, like knowing what season you're in and also understanding, I love that you brought in that you did a lot of personal work to get here because I think people don't realize that it's, it's an essential step. Now, how that looks to everybody might be different. It might be a couple of months, right? It might be a several years, but having that personal work so that you could show up for the people that you love 
how they need you to show up and how you need to get recharged and nourished is everything. And if you hadn't done that work, then you would not know that you need two to four hours a day. You need your four hours of you time. You would not know that your personal boundary is, I I can commit to once a day contacting someone, but after that, it's like, "Eh, unless it's an emergency, you're not going to hear from me. But you (laughs) would not know that unless you did the work. And you would not know that unless you made space. Like I think so much of us, and this is where therapy comes in and, and doing your work or whatever that is for you, having a life coach, whatever that is, but doing your work matters because you need the space. And if we have so much of our stuff going on in our lives, that's crowding out room in ourselves, we don't make space for other people, right? We only, if we're only about the bag, then we only make space for the bag. So then the only people there are the people who are doing the business deals, right? If we don't know our boundaries, the only people who show up in our lives are the people who are going to break them or the people who are going to push against them. And so doing that work was everything to getting you to the place now where you're so clear. Like that's one of the things that's amazing listening to you say this back. So clear what it is that you do, the step-by-step plan. And so tell us a little bit about that personal, and I don't mean to get like deep in the business, but I mean more like structure, like how did you go about doing this personal journey and this personal work to get you to where you were so clear about listing this off beautifully, how you center joy in your personal life. Um, so in my, in my relationship, in your relationship, just in general, that decision that you made to say, I'm going to do some, my me time, I'm going to work on me so that yeah. I can actually have that conversation with my relationship, with my friends, with my family. Like, what was yeah. that like for you to start that journey for you to be able to know yourself. So then you could even be this clear about how you could bring joy into your I was life. experiencing a lot of harm and I went into a depression and I didn't understand, like I had normalized microaggressions. And, you know, I always recommend the book to people, the body keeps score because my body had been tallying up all these microaggressions and betrayals and things. And I was just so frustrated. I was so fed up. I went through a period where I just unfollowed everyone on Instagram and I could literally just be there to do my work and go to sleep, you know? And so I was working with, you know, over 40 brands. So I had a lot of work on my plate and I was closed. I was like, I I just, I was so afraid to be hurt by, by um, romantic relationships. You know, I'd been with a series of narcissists, but Um, because I was being codependent and kept picking them, you know? And so I had to learn that about myself. And I kept, you know, not having boundaries and friendships to where I was being everyone's friends, but I wanted, I wasn't, I didn't have a standard of what I needed in a friendship in order for me to feel loved. And so the first thing that really was the trigger for me was depression. You know, I really just wanted to check out and I didn't want to be here because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just my work and I'm so much more than that. I'm so much more than my work. I'm a cool person, you know, and I like to have fun and I like to eat. And, but I, I found myself just like not doing that because I was so hurt. Um, and so that's when, you know, I, I decided to get a therapist and just really talked about, um, the things that are harmed me in my life. And then my therapist recommended me to MDR to deal with a lot of childhood trauma that I experienced because you know, a lot of times we were just going through patterns and I, I went through a lot of traumatic patterning when I was young. And so I had to erase that pa- those patterns out of my system, out of my nervous system, out of my emotional system. And a lot of times we don't realize when we're, we're because we're in it, we can't realize that we're, we're going through a patterning of trauma. We're repeating this 
pattern of trauma because that's what we're used to. And so it took me, you know, getting into therapy and recognizing my patterns so that I could break those patterns and I can choose something different. And so really my, again, that trigger, if you feel anxiety, depression, extreme annoyance and anger, it might be a sign you need some deeper help and some deeper work. And we don't have to figure it out on our own, you know? And again, it's so hard to see it when you're in it, right? If you're in a mud pit, you know, someone on the outside is is like, oh, step right there, step right there, because they can see the full picture, but you're surrounded by it. So you can't even see it or how to get out. And so that's what therapy was for me. That's in addition to my mindfulness practice, because even then I had my mindfulness practices, but I still had those deep seated patterns that were underneath the surface that even though I was regulating my nervous system and I was, you know, um, getting by, I needed to do that deeper inner work in order to heal and so that I can have healthy relationships. So I didn't feel the first time someone, you know, did something that I didn't think was cool that they had, you know, were doing it towards me. I didn't take it personal, but in my past, I took everything personal because I was in a trauma state and I was like, oh my God, like, you know, they don't like me because da, 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 A, B, C, or D, whatever thing that I was triggered by. Right. And so now I'm smart enough to say, oh, if I feel something, then communicate, you know, don't assume, don't make up the stories in your head. But I was definitely making up stories, feeling sorry for myself and then going through this cycle of, you know, being the victim. Um, And then I wrote a chapter in my book. You're not a victim, you're a creator and we can create whatever it is we'd like. And that communication is key to um, prioritizing your health and well-being and communicating how you feel and also knowing when to get support. Yeah, I, I think so many of us listening to this have experienced a lot of what you're talking about, right? So many of us have experienced moments of betrayal. I think as Black women, it's it's unfortunate that there's very few people who haven't experienced that. Yeah. And disappointment and all of the things poor boundaries leading to kind of toxic relationships, whether it be platonic or otherwise or romantic. And it is in that moment that you could stay, which you said you, you used, you even made a, like a fist for those of you who aren't watching this visually. You said I was closed, right? Those kind of moments close you. And in mm-hmm. the closing is the struggle. And in the closing is the loss of joy. Like joy can't get in if you're a closed fist, Right. And how many of us are walking around and for very many justifiable reasons, closed, right? And in that closure, we don't get to the joy. And so the path to that is letting someone safe in, which should be like outside help sometimes in the form of a therapist, in the form of someone who could do that, cultivating a mindfulness practice, starting like yoga, going to safe spaces that can open you up. Because through that is clarity, which is what you said, you got clear. And then on the other side of clarity is that joy. And it's very clear in your voice, if you're listening to this podcast, that that's what you have. But if they could see you, it's written all over your face that there is a lot of joy there. And so, yes, there was a lot of pain, it seems like, to get there in the sense of like what has happened to you and what you've been through, but that it's possible to get to joy. And I, I mean, if that's the only thing this podcast does, it is that it gives women the option or the understanding that they can they can be there too. It's not just for a select few of us. It's for everyone. It's for whatever, mm-hmm. whoever wants it, they can have joy. And so I'm thankful that you walked us through that because I think that's going to really touch a lot of folks. And then I want you to have the last word in closing then. 
One, is there anything you want to share with the audience or anything you want in closing words? And then I want you to tell us where we could connect with you. So Koya Webb, bless us with some of your wisdom on the way out the door here. Is there anything you want to leave our audience with? Absolutely. I think the most important thing based on what we're talking about is to remember that you deserve to be loved, you know, and I created the company Get Loved Up and our motto is love yourself love others, love the world in that order. And when you prioritize self-love and self-care, you'll be able to love others and love the world so much better. But a lot of times we prioritize our work in the world or we prioritize loving others and we put ourselves last. And um, the reason I was in that state is because I was putting myself last too long for too long, right? And so now I prioritize my self-care, my well-being, my feelings, my joy, Um, and I'm happy. I'm happy most of the time. And when I'm not, I prioritize my joy even more until I get happy. And so, um, that's the message I want to leave everyone. Beautiful. How can we connect with you? Um, you can connect with me at KoyaWeb.com if you're interested in doing, becoming a yoga meditation teacher, or just diving deeper in the practice. You can find that there. You can find my book, Let Your Fears Make You Fears, where I tell a little bit more of my story. And I also share practices that I use like meditation, breath work, yoga to help me um, prioritize joy and self-care that led to my well-being. And um, yeah, you can find me on social media, Koya Webb. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Koya. Thank you for being here today. We'll make sure we connect all those things in the show notes for those of you who are like walking driving, doing whatever, and can't stop to connect, we'll make sure that you can check back later and catch that. And in the meantime, Koya, keep living your joyful life. And thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. This was incredible. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.